You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello everyone, it's Raz, and I wanted to take a moment to talk about the live show that occurred at Origins last week. As you probably know by now, the entire cast took an eight-hour road trip out to Columbus, Ohio, and spent several days feasting, celebrating, exploring, shopping, speaking on panels, and gaming before we finally went on stage Friday afternoon. Now, all of this was possible for three reasons. The first is our Patreon members, who have been supporting us over the last three years while we've been telling this story. Your generosity and passion for this project has kept us going during some pretty rough patches. The second reason is thanks to the love and support of my wife, Claudia, who played Den Mother through the days and helped us organize a wonderful cast after party, which included members not just from the Cthulhu and Cairo squad, but also Amanda Ware-Mays and Brian Hicks, who star in Operation Poltergeist. And last, but definitely not least, this live show could never have happened if it was not for our dear friend Matthew McLeod of Lurking Fears. Matt did not just work to get us the gig, but he also lugged audio equipment that we ended up not needing, thanks to Adam from Gamma coming through huge on the day of the event. And Matt hooked us up with Seth Skorkowski, who we now have performed with several times and are just honored and thrilled to call him part of the Cairo family. Matt, the cast of Cthulhu and Cairo loves you, brother. I would also like to give mentions to people who could not attend the show, but were sorely missed. Scott Hughes, Steve Miskovich, Victoria Nathan-Jane, Nikki Nelson-Hicks, Aveline Hammond, Matthew Langford, the Dawsons, Chergy and the Climbing Crew, Vadim and Aslan Gavrilov, Ying Ko, John Schooley, Uncle Al, the tribe of Kuz- at Kubawazi, all the Gustavs, Eric Marston, Hector Reed, Kent Allard, our friends in Australia and listeners everywhere around the world, and of course, Ernst Mueller, who was unfortunately far too busy to attend. Now for the not-so-happy news. Due to some of the tech we attempted to interface with at Origins, we were able to capture the, the audio for the live show, but it is of such a bad quality that we were unable to clean the tracks up enough for you to enjoy. So I'll give you a quick synopsis, and we will jump into the show that we have recently recorded to wrap up this Australian chapter. At the show, the team arrived at the, a ranch where the Standing Stones sit in Mullumbibi. As they walked up the long driveway of dirt, they encountered a young blonde who introduced herself as Samantha. The team spoke with her for a few moments, but couldn't help but inquire about her small cart that was carrying a large wooden barrel drawn by an aging shaggy pony. Samantha uh, showed them that she was collecting all kinds of insects, venomous, crawling, stinging, writhing, and slimy inside the large barrel. She told the team that her mother, who was in charge of the cattle ranch because her father was away and busy, was up at the house, but but she was unable to be disturbed, but that her older stepsister Gladys was home and could probably speak to them about seeing the standing stones. They walked beside Samantha for nearly three quarters of a mile towards the ranch house and its large single-level housing unit for the ranchers off to the right-hand side. This house was sort of, um, it's, it's like a flop house. Just uh, picture like a 1950s motel, but built in the 30s in Australia. Gladys was not at all pleased to see them when they approached the house, and was emphatic about not allowing them any access to the ranch or the stones. 
as Gladys dismisses herself and heads back into the main three-story home. A few moments later, a door at the ranch, a door opens and a ranch hand emerges and stumbles his way back towards the team. Professor Dr. Danforth, as we like to call him, tries to get the man's attention only to discover that the person that he sees has his eyes and mouth sewn shut with a heavy gauge of thread. Of course, the team immediately begins to get very upset when Samantha tells them that everything is fine and that the ranch hand is doing much better since mother helped them. It's at this point that our heroes hear the window open and see a rifle barrel slide from the darkness to aim at the team. Faye and Ella, quick thinking, run. Catherine takes cover, and Jack and Albert Danforth open fire. Within just a few moments, a hail, the hail of bullets ceases, and Gladys, some, inside the house on the second story, slumps to the floor, mortally wounded. The younger sister, Samantha, is obviously quite upset by this, but the team has no time to deal with her, as several more of these doors at the flophouse swing open, and more men and women, sewn shut, begin to stumble out. The smell from the rooms is horrific and nauseating, and only a few of our, of our heroes are able to go without retching. Samantha steps forward and cajoles, and sometimes kicks the victims back into their quarters as the team decides to make their way quickly to the rocks and try to get off the property with all haste. But when they arrive at the stones, Albert Danforth uses his dowsing rod when he notices that the crown stone, measuring something like 11 by 14 inches, is missing in its place in the ground. But as the dowsing rod comes to life, it spins him around and points him back to the house where Gladys is dying. After a few minutes of arguing about the logic of dealing with this situation, that is God-fucking-awful. I'm sure you can figure out whose quote that was. The team gather up their fortitude and decide to make their way to the house. The dowsing rod points them towards bunko doors leading into the basement. They open the doors, and there they discover a scene of pure horror. There's a workbench with a granite pestle covered in blood, a reclining surgeon's chair with leather straps smeared with ichor, and blood and teeth smashed out and scattered across the floor near a bucket that still houses some bugs. It's apparent that the insects have been forced into the mouths of these poor people, and then they were shut in when their orifices were stitched shut leaving the bugs crawling around on the inside of their skulls. The team steals their nerves and decides what to do. Do they try to find the stone? Do they go into the house deeper? Do they go upstairs? When from the shadowy corner, a voice, a voice comes and says, What are you all doing here? And we closed the show. So that's it, listeners. You're all caught up. You know what they know. In this episode, we're going to find out everything that they don't know and everything that they weren't prepared for. Trust me, as Lauren posted on Facebook after we recorded these sessions, you are not ready. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. I am Raz, your keeper, and I am joined by, well, the entire cast as they stand right now. And let me just quickly say hello to them before we begin, because we have a lot of ground to cover. Um, and by the end of tonight, I'm sure that you're going to be writing me and telling me that you wish we hadn't covered that ground. So up in the one part of the screen is Lauren, who plays Catherine Ross. Catherine uh, got quite a few claps and cheers at the live play and then told everybody to shut up and save their energy. Catherine, how are you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> my entrance was the most iconic awkward thing ever and i sat down and i'm like god i hope they 
got that joke. I hope they understood that I'm there not a bitch. There was chuckles and guffaws, yeah. Okay, good. There was. Um, no, I had such a great time at the live show. I'm so happy Seth's here again to round yes, out the story. Yes, finishing out Yay. Australia. Very nice. Thank you for it's, coming back. You know, it's a Always summer honored. Thursday. Let's go. Yeah. And sitting next to sort <laughs> Thursday, and sitting next to her is our sweet I'm summer Jones. child, uh, Ella Walcott, played by Kayla. Ella made a grand entrance uh, in a beautiful flapper dress and uh, wowed the crowd. But uh, Ella, how are you tonight? Uh, you know, I'm nervous mm-hmm. because Keeper has told me that Ella has had some premonitions about this ritual off mic in mm-hmm. between shows mm-hmm. and now i'm going to have to do some things that the characters Catherine, won't like what do you fucking know ella what the hell don't destroy the fun don't destroy the don't destroy the age no meta <laughs> i know you are and in all honesty what she knows is just setting up the series of events and they'll she's not even sure what's going to happen during it but yes ella helps me uh well if you're looking for the ritual person it's Ella and Albert Danforth, and we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, so I'm not ju- needed, and I can go to the spa or something. It's actually on that our to do list was to send Catherine somewhere else. It actually says <laughs> that, that would be preferable. You <laughs> cannot witness this. <laughs> and sitting next to Ella is uh, Joel, who is I'm not a excited long, anymore. A longtime bard at college, uh, professional and voice actor for many, many different characters. But one of our most beloved is Jack Cavendish, uh, who uh, came in looking rather dapper. Uh, how are you tonight, Joel? How's Jack? Well, I, w- I was just okay before, but now I'm feeling G-swell. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> G and swell. G and swell. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. I'm cool. Very excited. Glad we were able to hoodwink uh, Seth into coming back for another round. Had a good time with Albert last time, so I'm excited to uh, take this uh, mayhem a little bit further. Yeah, from what I've heard post after the, the dinner that we had together, the uh, cast dinner, Joel's telling me how much he kept mumbling to you, Seth, about everybody needs to die at the farm. So at the ranch, like, we got to kill a lot of these people. It's, it's the well, I, didn't, I, I didn't disagree. <laughs> that was obvious when, when you announced I'm about to murder hobo these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't about to. I was struggling. I was trying to find a reason not to kill that adorable child. I think might I was I was there. deep in the th- throes of give me a reason not to murder the child because I'm not seeing one. Um, So that was, it was, that was, that was a lot of conflict there. (laughs) And we're going to continue some of that this evening. Felt like a game of Thrones moment. Like you're just looking at the person going, yeah, she's got to go. Yeah. Can I kill her? (laughs) And sitting next to Jack Cavendish is our intrepid adventurer and archeologist Faye Dawson played by Melinda. How are you tonight, Mel? I'm doing great. I'm and, scared. Yeah, I understand that. And there was a lot of whispering to me during the show, which was nice. I think the cast, the uh, audience got to see how much you, you interact with me by whispering things that I don't want to die. Don't, don't let it happen and I'll give you $5. Like <laughs> I was willing to pay any amount. I was like, I will give you my whole next paycheck if you let me see the end of this. I just want to be to the end. <laughs> I just don't want to keep my mouth sewn shut. Well, More bugs infiltrating your brain. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's all bad stuff. Uh, and finally, last but not least, uh, Mr. Seth Gorkowski uh, playing Albert Danforth, who, as we said be- just before the mics went live, is probably raises the pretty of the group quite a bit, but has been having some is struggling a little bit, I think, at the ranch just with, as, as we just mentioned, uh, whether or not it's legal in Australia to knock out a 10 year old. Uh, or by knockout, I mean takeout, I guess is the right word. 
I was about to say, it was, was going to be a little bit more than a clunk on the head. <laughs> with an axe. <laughs> with a sharp object. Uh, but how are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good. I'm, 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 I'm excited to know what the hell is going to happen, man. Like, we got the basement, and you're like, okay, boop, we're out. Like, ah, ah, yeah, ah. That, was bad. <laughs> that was on me. Uh, Welcome to a classic Raz cliffhanger. Uh, actually, no, that wasn't bad. That was an awesome cliffhanger. <laughs> You've well, been indoctrinated. And well, I'm always impressed with people that can pull off great cliffhangers, mostly because uh, my players are the types where, like, you know, I'll be sitting there, and she was like, okay, what they're going to do is they're going to walk in the basement, they're going to hear this voice, and we're going to end right there. And the moment I have that thought, one of them will stand outside, and we will then debate for the next 45, 50 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, something that I'm not really sure what it is. And you can tell their eyes like, oh man, can we end this soon? And I'm like, I just need you to open the fucking door. You are in control line. of this. <laughs> like, just like a little note card, like door. You can end all this misery now. Just open the goddamn door. Yes. Anybody got a smoke? <laughs> so, oh, so I'm always impressed when James can pull off like really good cliffhangers because I, I usually have like oh, I got a good one here, and that's when they'll like immediately delay till the end of time. So I, I very rarely get them. Um, I have actually started a session and about 20 seconds in, hit the cliffhanger. I'd have wow. been like, yeah, yeah, that's why that's, you didn't open the doors, you jerks. <laughs> now listen to me vent. <laughs> <laughs> For the next 45 minutes, we'll be playing soft jazz, jazz, lounge jazz as we, <laughs> as we wrap up this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, as um, as the players have noted to you, the listeners, uh, if you weren't able to be at the live show, I'm sure you're going to be hearing all about that from the last episode. But in the meantime, they are in the basement for just a very, very simple recap. Uh, at the ranch, a young girl, 10 years old, Samantha, greeted them joyously. Uh, Jack hands in bugs not so nice in a big barrel of bugs she's been collecting them there's some of the, f the ranch hands are at the barracks area where they've been sleeping where they normally would for uh, have had their eyes and mouth sewn shut and it, they've been able to figure out that they've also had poisonous sticking uh, stinging insects smashed into their into their mouths before they were sewn up uh, they've decided to check for the standing stones realize the crown stone was back in the house did find the rest of the stones, so they know where everything is. And as the dowsing rod brought Albert Danforth and the rest of the team back, Jack Cavendish took a point position trying to cover the house, make sure nothing was going on upstairs. They entered the basement, and in classic Cairo fashion, they went down to the basement, saw a surgical chair, like an old Sweeney Todd-type chair, blood stained on the ground, teeth smashed out, and then heard a soft voice say, what are you doing here? Catherine, you had something you wanted to add? Um... I I don't like how how casually you just like yeah um there were there were bugs and their eyes and mouths were sewn shut and yeah just like super casual like that I did I don't appreciate it uh, and I don't know if anybody did but um Samantha just, did Samantha just the lighthearted like yeah la last week on Shit's Creek like I don't know <laughs> like right. previously <laughs> like, last week was her name Moira who is yeah. it on Shit's Creek Moira yeah, yeah. what are we doing with bugs. And that is at the end. Uh, so yes, uh, the people John, that are downstairs. What are these bugs doing in my handbag? Like I don't. <laughs> right, in my headspace. You need some fruit wine. 
the peasants to get through this. Oh my god, the peasants have had some experimental dental work. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because yes, no. they were knocked out with a pistol. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at. So uh get, players, I'll turn it over to you. You heard the voice, right? What are you doing here? And that's where we'll pick up. So whoever wants to answer that sweet, gentle voice, you can. Ella's still feeling the creepy presence, right? Because oh, yeah. during the live show you said she doesn't like this at all. I can't think of anyone, Ella, even if they're not clairvoyant, who's getting a good vibe from the basement. It, it doesn't take like Helen Keller would come down here with her with her teacher and be it getting a bad funny. vibe. <laughs> right. She'd even get a bad vibe. Albert's butt cheeks have been slammed really tightly together since that the guy with no eyes popped up. Like he's he kind of duck walks. <laughs> He's prepped prep for sewing. <laughs> Albert Waddle Danforth. <laughs> um, so I just got the funniest image that I kind of want to. Mm. I want this for our, our listeners. Keeper, I don't care what role I have to make. Is there any way that I could strap a flashlight to my head so I can still hold my shotgun and see? Um, you, yeah, if you had done that before you came down the stairs. I don't know if you have the time to do that now. Okay. Um, that, that's a pre-stair type decision. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Well, maybe for next time. If there is one, sure. Ah! Okay. Man, I... I think Albert's one in front, and then it was Faye, then no, me. No, me in the front. Oh, Faye was it's, in front. It's Faye, Albert... Ella, me, I think. Because the crowd at the live show got to me, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go first. And I regret it. If I'm at the top of the stairs, I can strap a flashlight to my head. Yeah, while you're you're going down the stairs? Um, You, you, Catherine, you... That's you something you have to stairs. like rig for quite a few. It's, it's not like you don't have. <laughs> she just takes her belt. <laughs> she's you know, it's, okay, okay, fine. Let's move on from that. Moving on. Just worry Moving about on. the fact that your friends just heard a voice. I poke Albert on the shoulder and go. You heard that too. Oh, um, Albert is going to be swinging that direction like pistol up. Uh, he is. Uh, I mean, well, no, not not to you, to the voice. (laughs) (laughs) You heard that too? Shut your mouth! (laughs) Oh, yeah, because listeners can't see, but as he was describing that, Ella was just putting her hands up on camera, like as in, don't shoot. Okay, so you you, you quickly turn and what illumination you're able to produce with the torches and things in this room. You see a woman... um, under th- under 40 um definitely looks like you know she has man's pants on her sh- her shirt is definitely something that would be worn in like in australia like just a working type shirt but it is covered and i mean it's the blood is crusted up uh, it's been uh, quite some time like she hasn't changed in a while uh she's standing there and she has nothing in her hands she's kind of just looking and you catch uh, make a quick uh you know what make an observation check for me albert and uh, Faye can as well because she's right behind. The other two can't see this quite yet. Tell me what you see if you catch anything on that. Ooh, ooh. well, I think probably ah, uh, just hard success. Nice. It was almost extreme, but no dice. I also got a hard success. So behind you, behind her, rather on the wall, as you kind of spin and face her, she's there's a staircase. She's kind of off to the side of it that would lead up back into the house, right? 
um, Catherine and Ella are behind you. And as you spin, you see the words Awas uh, just done in blood on the wall behind her. And she's just standing there. Her fingers, you know, are again, her hands are covered in gore that is over time kind of clicked off, faded off, you know, caked off. But she's definitely the, the person that has done these things. Uh, but she's just standing there and she seems like lucid. She doesn't seem p- possessed. She's not teeth bared. She's not, you know, insane looking. She actually, that's probably more disturbing. She looks calm. And she's just looking right at you. Stay back. Very well. I, I welcome you to my home. I'm Felicity Hobbs. I've been expecting you all. Really? Um, really struggling not to shoot her in the face right now. <laughs> we struggle but with killing a lot. <laughs> can can everybody see the the words yeah, on the wall you, now? Ella comes down the stairs. Okay. She stops. Who you got did? that Scooby Doo moment where everybody kind of pushed into each other, and Dan Ford's got the flashlight. Like, what the frig? <laughs> but yeah, she's um, and you just what? get this woman. Her hair's matted and and caked, but she as as physically. Uh, disheveled and awkward as, and creepy as she looks her eyes and face belie no there's not it's not like she's ready to pounce or she doesn't have that crazed look she looks almost serene um what do you mean you were expecting us the gate must open uh, I can't do it alone I've prepared everyone else, though. I've done as they've asked. And now you're here. What has happened here? Her head tilts slightly. She says, happened? Got it. Nodding my head to the teeth on the floor, the torture chair, the the bloody thing on the wall, her cakey bloody gore hands. I, 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 I am sure there are lots of bugs scuttling around, too. Oh, I yeah. just... I, 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 Everything? A sort of (laughs) nod. It comes from the land. They live in the land. And she points, she kind of nods over to the insects. How else will the others hear the call? Okay. As as she points, my, my, I will have the, like the shaking gun, you know, flinch of, you know, I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. She just says, it's, what has to be I've done as they've asked I've done as you needed I am I'm here to serve whatever whatever comes now is is what comes Ella um puts her hand on Albert's arm like easy now don't don't do anything and she starts walking a little closer to the woman oh I'm not lowering my arm you're gonna do pull-ups on that thing don't shake you could shoot <laughs> but yes yes the general motion she gives you is like easy who told you to prepare she re- slowly reaches into the apron that's a- she has not a full apron on because you can see her shirt she has like a little half apron that's kind of barely hanging on and she Careful. just pulls out 
You hear, the click, you hear the click of Catherine's shotgun. Jesus Christ. That's 28 clicks for people. <laughs> no, she's it like, looks like a John Woo film. <laughs> <laughs> she just reaches into the, the little half apron that's just barely covering, you know, her, her, her center. And she pulls out a handful of the bugs and there's scampering around and centipedes, millipedes, cockroaches. Um, dung beetles, they're all just in her hands and she said, they did. They, they speak for the land now. That's why, that's you should know this. Aren't you the ones? You should be what? the ones. And you're, you're trying, to, trying to kill us. No. No, no. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Your daughter did fire at us when we asked about your whereabouts, Miss Felicity. I know, and I feel like they're expecting us, trying to get rid of us, and to kill us. What the, what the hell is going on around here? If you want to be able to stop it, to stop her, the gate must be open properly. Uh, the only way to do that is from here. The stones. And, then, yes. and the crown stone. And over on a little workbench, you see the crown stone. How? It's smeared with something. It's hard to tell what it is from here. Um, it doesn't smell good. They carry that. Great. <laughs> mm. uh, um, they carry how, that. <laughs> how, 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 how big is the, is the crown stone? Because I've, I've actually been picturing like three feet, which is like, yeah, no. that's it's, um, so yeah. huge and heavy. Yeah, no, no. It's enough for one person. It's about 70 pounds. It's about, I'd say, 11 inches by oh, Look at you, nine. strong man. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't carry it. But, <laughs> but yeah. 70 it, pounds. It's fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll slippery and greasy with gore. Yes, this this one. Oh. There's definitely something on it, and you're not sure what it is, but it doesn't yeah. look pleasant. Um, you prepared your men to help us open the gate. Yes? Yes. Yes. But... Who told you? But I know you say the bugs, but they'd never mentioned the bu- your daughter mentioned the bug lord, the bug king. Does he have a name? Does it matter? It's ready. Yeah, I don't names, have, names have power, dearest, and if you are serving someone malevolent, perhaps we can help you with whatever is Hurting it's you a, and it's the a, people. There's no one hurt. No one is hurt. They are ready. I saw them. <laughs> she turns to you and says, "I know. I. They. They need. There is no other way. It is. T- I mean, the time is approaching. This is. You're here. This must be what's done. I. I'm. I'm fully ready for the next fe- step. I. I'm I, so I, happy that you are prepared for whatever you think this next step is." And you think we're some sort of like chosen people? And yeah, yeah, we're here to talk. Ab- we we came for the rocks, okay? But we yes. didn't know that this that the people getting their mouths sewn shut and stuff full of bugs was part of the bargain. Now I don't know who's telling you this, that, and the other, but guess what? No, thank you. I don't think we want this. Does anybody want this? Hello? How Unnecessary. Do st- how, do how do I return this it? rotten Christmas gift? How will you stop her if you don't 
it it has to be open so it can be properly shut again. The 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 things that bind it, the the sigils and wards are 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 stretched beyond limit. Shakota will come one way or another, but better to do it without the gate broken than reseal them. This is and she looks at you, and she goes, "This was in the art. This was foretold. This is what Alora was saying." Yes. What? Are the the markings on the on the wall? It was the guardian and the and the monster. Awas is the guardian. Awas no. guards the gate. See, your friend knows. Awas guards the gate, and we can we can open the gate, and then Shakotal will start to come. But then, at the right moment, we will slam the gate shut with new wards and powerful wards and trap it back in its prison. It is the only way. I am sorry that my I'm sorry that my daughter did something wrong with you. I I I I apologize. She is she was not ready to believe. And being my daughter, I gave her time. I should have made her first. You foul mm. bitch. Catherine, I <sighs> They have been in contact with very dangerous entities and spirits. It's it's not the way I would have imagined it or even wanted it, but I don't think we have another option. Unless you th- know of another way to open some gates, some portals to other realms, do you? I'm, I, 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 I like to picture Albert occasionally glancing down to see how many bugs are around his feet during this talk, because he is also trying to do the logical... I want to get this rock out of here. I would like to get this rock and I would like to leave this unholy place. Understood. I can't lower my gun to pick up a rock. How do I teleport this rock out of here with my mind? Uh, so he's, he's actually in the kind of glancing around for just a, a red flyer wagon, anything that I can get this <laughs> rock in and get the hell out of here right the yeah. hell now. So, uh, which, which actually is, he is kind of looking at Faye, like, yeah, you're the other one I'm talking to. I can hold the gun. You can get like, Just, I don't want to talk to creepy lady. I don't want to be in the basement with the bugs. I, they, yeah, the bugs, they, they, they definitely, uh, you know, they're, they're skirmishing on the wall. They're, you know, they're, you can hear clicks every once in a while as they move. I, am I going to say hundreds of thousands? No, we're going to say a, few, a thousand or two yeah they're and they're in pockets the floor will you see a part of the floor kind of creep and move for a little bit then it'll go back towards walls it, it doesn't seem like it's being aggressive uh what's here oh, it just seems no, it's, like it's it's yeah. like my college apartment I, I i know what you're describing here but uh <laughs> that's just wrong on many levels <laughs> and true Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, in response to Ella's question, do you know of any other ways to open gates and portals? She goes, I thought we were coming for the rock and the we have a lamb that is upstairs. We have a lamb, we have this guy, and a dowsing stick, and the rock. Are you telling me now that there's other that there's horrible other things involved? That wasn't in my instructions. Because I don't think anyone expected this. Why can't we go if this is plan? B, why can't we just go back to plan A? I mean, plan A was just a lamb. I was adding cute. Picking up Albert's body language and his signals, because also I was thinking like, you know, we we just need to get this rock out of here. Mm-hmm. So while all of that talking is happening, I'm kind of just inching towards the rock. Okay. 
just to get closer to it uh, mm-hmm. while I'm sizing it up going, could a woman of my stature pick this up? What's your strength there? My strength is a 50. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a, uh, you can carry it. It's going to be a bent over. Just remember you know. my size is a 40. Yeah, no, I, I know. It's going to be, you're kind of going to be hunched over. It would be far easier if you had a jack. Your knees. Or, yeah, if or if Catherine picked it up with one hand or picked you and the stone up and carried you out since Catherine's strength is like fairly good for a woman. Uh, but yeah, it, it's doable <laughs> at a 50, but it's it's going to be tiring. I mean, it's it's a lot of weight. That's all right. I'm uh but I'm I'm inching towards it. Also mm-hmm. just kind of keeping an eye on um Mrs. Hobbs just mm-hmm. to see if she reacts to me getting closer and closer. Oh, and I'm closer, I'm I'm, I'm glancing back. Like it's as like, nothing's going to jump out from behind the rock. Okay, what's she doing? What's going on with the rock? What's going on with her? Yeah. yeah no, glancing up to Where is Jack? Jack's outside guarding the top of the house to make sure no one was up because like, he saw somebody moving. So he's, he's like up it, a hill, right? Or is he yeah, like he's on a slight knoll? Yeah, silhouetted out in the door. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he can see the side of the house where the bunco doors were going down, but he he's not able to see into. the I'm not, I can't see in the basement. I don't know the, the level of insanity that you're facing. Right. Oh, you, no. you yeah. can scream. I'm sure he'd hear that. Well, the thing is, I I don't want to call you down here because I can see you charging and going. I'll help you guys, and then the door shuts, and then the chainsaw starts. Oh no! So. I rip the door. I rip one of the doors off the hinges first. <laughs> he you. would get us out of there. I've been in this a little too long back. to fall for that routine. Yeah. I've oh. been down that road, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this gamekeeper is not trustworthy. No. Wow. Ouch. Don't react like that. You wow. know what you've it's just done. Wild. All right. <laughs> you get him a t-shirt so, with that on it. You know right. what you've done. Is, is there any response to my what happened to plan A question? Yeah, she said, Felicity Hobbs looks and says, there, there is no lamb. I, who are you? And then she's, now she looks like she's starting to get a little nervous. Maybe you're not the ones. Why would you come if you're not the ones? What do you want here? Uh, that rock. And to really get back out of this basement. But the rock is only meant for those who can help Awas open the gate. The summoners. Are you not the summoners? Yes, this It has to be at the ring. I know it has to be at the ring. The rock. So, Faye, you're going to try to pick up the rock? Yeah. That was the best hesitating. I don't want to touch I don't, that shit. I don't want to because meta. Calm her down a little bit first. Don't pick you, it up. Can you blame me? No. No, because it's covered in like cake frosting of nasty. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little icky. Um Yeah, I'm just also I just want to get the hell out of here. Okay. All right. So you you put your hands under this under into the work onto the workbench. You kind of pull it and slide it towards you. The weight takes you down. Running with this would be near impossible. Yeah. Like it's going to be a drop and run if you have to. Not that you have to, but you are so you are literally hunched over like you know a five year old toddler trying to carry a thirty pound dog. Like you're just uh, trying to you know it's it's that low and and you're carrying it down by your knees almost as you're struggling to cradle the weight. I'm going to throw and, my back out. <laughs> gonna, the, the worst injury ever in Cthulhu and Cairo at L4, L5. Slip disc. Uh, hey, that, that's, that's, hey, that ain't no joke. That's a, <laughs> that's a crime right there. I, I've bounced back from gunshot wounds, from getting mauled by creatures. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
getting half eaten by a slime monster. I don't think I'm going to recover from a slip disc. I think no, that's going to be the one that takes you out. Yep. That's going to be it. Traction for six weeks. So you you pick it up, and as you pick it up, Faye, um, the smell off of the whatever's coating, whatever has been rubbed onto the top and the sides of the rock is really bad. Can you make a con roll for me? God, don't vomit on your own rock. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> 23, that is a hard success. All right, you're able to uh, continuously, for the first eight or nine steps, you you erp twice, and you get that really nasty burn erp that just keeps letting you know that it was there. Like it had hit the esophagus. No, it's and, like, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, like. your stomach squeezed really hard, but fortunately your self-control kind of kept it all in. And uh, you get to the, th- the the bottom of the stairs, and she says, careful. Don't crack it. Don't drop it. That would be the end of us all. There'd be no, there'd be no way to contact Awas. There'd be no way to let them know of the gate. Don't, don't drop it. Catherine will go and help Faye carry the rock up the stairs. Okay, Catherine, make me a medical check. Medical. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it viscera? What? Of course, it's crack? viscera. Yeah. If I knew what that was, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I already said this was like my college apartment. Uh, that'd be an 18. That's two off a crit. Okay. It is some sort of brain matter. Mm. You're not sure if it's human, animal, but it's definitely been pushed, smashed onto it, spread over it. Um, you get enough of the gelatin type look to it and the the slime that you're like that looks like brain that really looks like brain i'm gonna keep this to myself yeah you better keep that what a mature thing to do catherine we are growing (laughs) normally this would be a scream she's setting boundaries there's brains on this (laughs) you know well here's the thing we were just told don't drop it so if right. I just start shrieking, brain, while right. we're on the stairs. Okay. So you bring the rock up. Uh, it's, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's about 12 o'clock, I think. We ended up right, Noon, you know, yeah. closing it on noonish. Uh, you bring it up. And as you're walking up, Ella, she says, it is, it is soon. It will need to be dark. It'll need, you know the time, yes? Yes. I've... Ella, Ella, well. Come on, let's go. Albert, we need her to come with us. That's no, yes. we don't. No, Albert. we don't. Albert, can I just... No, she no, walks no. up to him and starts, no. like, leaning no, no. in kind of close. No, uh, Ella, Ella, you go, and then I no. go. Ella? Albert, we need her. I, I know you don't quite understand how my gifts work. Oh, there's a lot I don't understand. Ella, will you please go, because I can't leave until you do. I can't leave without her. <laughs> then we have a problem. Yes. There's no you problem. You need to put I... the gun down. You stay where you are. She's, she takes a no. half step. She's like, I, I'm, re- I'm ready too. This, my, my role is to be up, out, up there on the hill at 11, we... uh, uh, this evening at 11.30. I, when the when the when Thalil lines up, I, I'm ready. I know what yes. to do. 
I know what and to what do. And what do you do? What, what do you do? I prepare the stone. I prepare the stone. Felicity, e- easy, easy. It's okay. I'm I've like, been doing it for weeks. Yes, you have, and we are appreciative. We could not have done this without you. So, Albert, please. You're taking it away from me, and it's it's my job now. I've done everything for this. You've d- you've done everything you need. We have it from here. Ella, no. will you please go up the stairs? <laughs> Before I shoot everyone in this room, including you. <laughs> Albert, I'm begging you. We're not enough. Catherine cannot see this. Jack is... Jack will not participate. Faye is chosen, but she will not have the power. You and I are only two. We need a third, and at least whatever she's done. We can't open a gate without her because we actually don't know what it means. So, and look, if we do this, she might be freed and that we can fix this. I, I, I swear I'll be freed. I will be freed. We all will be freed. They will not have any obligations to Eos or this mission anymore. They can go oh, back yes. to their lives. So please, yes. Albert. We will, we will did, be free. Did you, did you not see those people up there? Did you not see, look at the floor. That's <laughs> a molar. Yes, that's a molar, and that's a canine. I am aware of the teeth. This is nothing. And she walks over, and she stands by the chair. This is nothing. Only up there matters now. This is the world we're talking about. It's the it's the salvation of the planet. And you want to stop me and leave me locked down here? I oh. need to be with that stone. She's Ella goes towards her and ho- reaches for her hand. And she's flinching as she's doing it, because she feels I'm, the vis- the cakey blood on it. I, I will be I will be repositioning because I don't want her to get between you know the the front of my pistol and the scariest lady on earth. Right. Uh, so I I will begin awkwardly circling. Okay. Just kind of doing no 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 no. Hello you anyone feel, anyone you hello. Feel things, you feel things crunching under your feet. Um, in the last 30 seconds, there's definitely more. As she's become agitated, the bugs are definitely clumbing down, dropping from the ceiling. You hear like raindrops. And like they're just starting to move. And you take a step to keep your gun on her. And like you can feel them crunching under your boot, which probably gives you some satisfaction, I'm sure. <laughs> like, fuck you, bug. <laughs> oh, no, no. My last ditch effort to convince this guy is you are a man of the mysteries as well. And this mystery is not one we can solve tonight, but maybe we can follow it and see where it leads. Can we talk about this outside? We need to bring her with us, please. How about we talk about this together outside? Together's fine. She's just here. Ella. 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 Okay. And Jack, so you see Catherine and Faye come out with the rock. It's about seven, you know, 70, 80 pounds. It's about, yeah, like 12 to 14 inches across, you know, lengthwise. Um, and then another 11 inches wide. So it's, 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 a, it looks almost like a, a headstone. And when they're, you know, the old headstone style where it's just flat on the ground for soldiers and things, just a name. Right, right, That's right, about, right. It's almost that size, right? Um, there's no ornate to it. It's definitely an odd color. It has like, it doesn't, there's nothing special about what you see in the rock, except that the two women are, you know, Catherine's up on the top stair, Faye's trying to hold it up. They come out 
So it's like and, if it, it appears like that weight of like marble or whatever. They're both car- it's taking yeah. two of them to carry it. I mean, yeah, one could, you know, you once Catherine gets up, she's holding it while Faye takes the last step. Then the two of them together kind of cradle it and cradle okay. carry it. They're much more straight. Like they stand up a lot straighter when they have it that way. Um, and then a few moments pass by and another few moments pass by. And then finally, a few moments more pass by. Albert, are you backing up the stairs with your gun on her? Or are you going behind her as Ella takes her into the light? So, so Ella is leading her. Yep. Out out of here. Uh Okay. um, Yeah. Oh God. I, I, uh, I'm not going up first because I, I, I will not leave Ella down here. Right. With this thing. Mm -hmm. So I would probably be the last out. Okay. Which means the door will slam shut on me and I will be yeah. consumed. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I will continue to repeat, just this is a bad idea. Do not, do, do, no, no. Yep. As I see the, the women coming out with the stone, I move towards the, the doors to the basement. Okay. Yeah, you start Just to sort of make sure if they need anything, but keep my gun. I have my rifle out to uh, still protect everyone. Mm-hmm. but just get a better idea of what's going on. If there's anything else needed from me, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, suddenly Jack, as you, as you're getting there, right, the girls are coming past you and they're like, you know, it's the stone. We've got the crown stone. I don't know what Kath, Catherine, if there's anything else you want to add to that quickly, as you're moving past Jack, trying to get the stone back up towards the Hills of Mullumbibi. Um, Is there anything else that you, you and Faye would add to that to Jack? Can I buy you um, a handkerchief? <laughs> <laughs> Um uh I don't I don't know. I'm I'm in genuine like I'm kind of in like shock and fear right now. Mm-hmm. I'm carrying a rock covered in brains. Um right. and we're kind of just accepting the fact that all of this is um normal. Or not normal, right. but like, yeah, this is part of the plan. No, no, this wasn't part of the plan. So if they don't answer, he would he would probably prompt them and say yeah. Please prompt. <laughs> is, is that the stone? Have you brought the stone already? Did you not encounter any problems in the basement? Uh, problems? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> okay, problems in the basement. She's there's laughing. A, That's not good. I don't yeah, sense no. anything. He's backing woman, up slowly from her. There's a woman in the basement and she was the bugs in the basement. And she's and down the, there with Ella and Albert. We, yeah, maybe go give them a... Um, yeah. Don't shoot, but like, just go make sure that they get up okay. (gasps) Samantha's standing there. She goes, that's mom's stone. Uh Uh-huh. Did we like tie her up or something? (laughs) No, you wanted to, but we didn't. I I think. No one listens to Albert. (laughs) (laughs) Albert is the only person here who understands how serious this is. Um, I tied up the lamb for you. <laughs> so, I listened about the lamb. <laughs> she says, "I'm actually kind of questioning the lamb right now, but that, we'll talk about that later." So, yeah. um, You're taking it to the hill. Uh huh. Yeah, honey. Do you want it's me to bring my heavy. cart? I have my pony. Please, pony. please, be- Samantha, honey, that would be great. Yeah, go get your cart. Go get it fast. Okay. She gets the cart. Cat immediately takes a bottle of 
whatever they used for like sterilization, like you know for sterilization mm-hmm. and doesn't explain to Faye but just grabs her hands and upends the bottle over them both like an extremely germophobic um covid era person okay and yeah, it's just um, like scrubbing her hands I-, I like to think that you do this um before we put it in the cart so i like to think that it rolls back onto me and i'm holding the full stone no and i look at you why would i do this but when we're still holding it i could see it happening no she's going to no. bring the cart over Catherine. <laughs> So the pony comes walk. She stops. She's like, you can put it here. It's a lot easier than carrying it. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. Mom carried yeah. it down by herself. It's and heavy. what strong a strong woman. lady she is. Very robust um, physique. And then we can do the sanitization process once Rock is in cart. Okay. And Jack, you see, you you hear and see Ella pop first out. And she's leading someone by the hand. Uh, and as you stand at the top of the stairs and I, you know, you see that it's a woman, as I've described earlier, you know, disheveled looking, uh, various states of, uh, just macabre, you know, patches of, of grime and dirt on her hands and arms. Dear God, Ella, did you rescue this woman? Was she injured as well? What is going on in this house? This is Felicity. She has been asked to help us with activating the crown stone and the gates. I'm here to help. I've prepared the way. You left out the part where she sewed the mouths shut of all her workers and And filled them with bugs. Jack had been reaching towards her to help her out and withdraws the hand and backs a good 10 feet away and levels the gun. Smart. Jack. (laughs) We, you and I. (laughs) Sympatico. You, sir. <laughs> if you're gonna tell him, tell him everything. Why do I trust her? Every time, why do I trust her? Jack. It's like walking into a bear trap each time we speak. Yes, yes, no I'm the crazy anymore. one. I'm the one that always leads us into trouble. Yes, I know. But here's the problem with this, Jack. We don't have a plan A. This is plan A. This is the plan. And guess what? If we don't follow it through, she's going to be stuck like this forever. So would you like to help or would you like to keep pointing the gun? I I would like to point out the fact that I didn't say your name when I said she, but you picked yourself out of three women. What does that say? Yes, of course I will help. It is too soon. Thalil is not in position. It'll take hours. The sun is hot, strong. Would you like care for something I, I can make with the grimiest fingernails? She points towards the kitchen window. I can make lemonade. That's so kind of you. We'll wait at the hill for sunset. Where's Albert? Where in God's name is Albert? He's coming up the stairs behind her. You guys are blocking the door. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, moving. <laughs> Why does everybody keep stopping on the stairs? <laughs> keep moving, keep moving. Albert! And then just pull him up. <laughs> that was awesome. You're blocking my door. Okay, yes. Yeah, so everyone is now out of the basement. Um, Samantha looks at her mother and she says, Oh, Mom. <laughs> you, you look good. I feel better. 
There were people that asked why I put one more bullet back in my magazine after I fired it. And <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so Albert is kind of looking at everybody like, I, I, I don't know. Are you seeing this? Uh, am, 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 am I the body? Um, <laughs> Can um, what do I do? <laughs> Mm-mm. What did I this, not um, see in that basement? What we're gonna, happened? We're going to talk about it. Listen. Um, don't, don't go down that. No. Mrs. Ho- Mrs. Hobbs, kid, while you have a family moment, I'm going to call a family meeting of my own. Is there a tree or something, Keeper, where I can be like- oh, Yeah, there's, remember, there's a copse yeah. of trees in the back of the house yeah. uh, the, where the road kind of goes through down the three we're gonna, mile up to the hill. Um, yeah, you, you can stop there. If, um, we're going to go over there. Samantha and Felicity are just leading the pony up towards towards the hill. Oh no no no! Oh, you don't want them to do that. I no, they've got it. They, you trust me. You'd rather they go to the goddamn hill than in that house. No they no won't no! Run I run away with the stone, darling. That's they the would, magical object that we've traveled two thirds of the way across the world. Yeah, they want it on the hill. They you want, want it, it on the hill. They want this us is, to have it, and they want. There's it no way it. they're going to take off. I, like, I thought <laughs> quickly out of, out of rifle range. Run yes. quickly, if my they child. They want to touch the brain rock. They can touch the brain rock. It's I, a high grain rifle. They'll have to run pretty far <laughs> exactly. to run it. It's going to be quickly done. We have time. I thought I was. Albert's also got a feeling. Track of the magical object. Albert's imagining the bugs going up his legs, sort of like, kind of like how swatting at himself because he's afraid to look but Mm. you know i'm I'm imagining they're there now maybe they are i don't know but it is the kind of brushing his legs happen sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Catherine brings the family over to the little copse of trees takes the flask out of her medical bag takes a sip hands the flask to ella and goes this is your talking stick i'm giving this to you You've got about 30 seconds before I snatch it back. Explain. Explain. Um, she takes the talking stick, the metaphorical talking stick, and, um, are you actually going to time me? 29. 28. Faye and I deciphered the images at Eluru. Eowas is the guardian of the gate, not the one we're trying to defeat. That is the Destroyer. That is a totally different entity. But we need to contact him, open the gate, because right now it's breaking down, and there's a whole mishmash of ritual things to happen. She has been, Felicity, has been in contact with these beings, and has now been asked to prepare. I didn't even know what the ritual was, or how to even start it, but she does. So, if you would like to see it to its conclusion, and see her freed from this curse, the best way to go is forward. Not hang on, hang on. Are you saying that all this time, this this Awas that was popping up in people's dreams, that I was hearing in Kenya under me? a similar name, was actually calling us to help close the gate, not open the gate? Sort of. It's complicated. Most you know, you don't close a car door all the way, and you have to open the car door to slam the car door shut. That, uh, yeah. That's how I'm picturing it. The wards, takes... the wards and sigils have been so stretched by the cultists over the millennia, uh, working against the, the 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 cage that's held Shakotal, that they're they're weakened and nearly ruined. To just leave it as is, Shakotal will eventually get through. 
to open it and reset the, the sigils and the barriers would lock Shakotal away for millennia again. A long, long, long time. It's like a wax seal that's peeling and almost gone. So the wax seal won't hold. So Awas is on our side, is on it, their side, or is on his own side. Awas is just a guardian. It's just it's just what Crowley, you know, claims he spoke to in the Book of Law in the crypt when he was with Rosie Dith Kelly. Awas is just this being that guards the the gate to the Dark Star Thalil, where Shakotal is. It because we are dealing with beings as old as Egypt, and even older than that. Don't think of Eowas as good or bad. Think of it as neutrality in its entirety. He has been tasked with guarding the gate. He cannot remake the wards, because that is not the powers that he was given. He was just meant to watch. Eowas has now been contacting those who can. Destiny, fate, cosmic imbalances, what have you, to reunify the wards with these objects of power. That's what he's done. But it's not because he's good or bad. He's just doing it. Because that's Catherine his Catherine takes the talking stick back and goes, you had plenty of time. That was a very nice explanation. But if AWAS is neutrality or neutral on the side of the good guys, hello, um, why the fuck is the lady hurting people and stuffing them full of bugs? I can't advocate. We none of us can advocate for this, right? Like this is a problem. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. I would unsew them, but I suspect that there's no people left in them. Probably. Also, that rock. This, yeah. That rock. Um. Crownstone. Listen, I don't know much about this ooh, ritual stuff, but listen, I I read history books. That's a sacrificial rock. Yes. Yes, I expect it is. It's pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even if I'm picking up on it, that's bad news, right? Um, what the hell? What's up with that? Samantha comes walking down the path. Stone's in place. She just starts heading back towards the house. Samantha, Thank you, dear. dear. Thank you, dear. Samantha. Yeah? The men that your mother helped to hear the mm-hmm. bug. Yeah, gonna get them now. We need them too. What? Oh, yes. What? Wait, hey, Samantha, why aren't you full of bugs? Uh, according to my it's notes, the ceremony requires myself and four other people. Um, it mentioned nothing of further people. Yeah, wait, Just, yeah, what's up with that? Why is she not full of bugs? Why is his ritual not mentioned in any of this? I'm I, not I, full of bugs because I can hear. I, why can if, you hear? Don't know. Young? Children are more in tune with the ley lines. Don't know. I just mm. know I can. Mom, when mom spoke to it, I could hear. So right. I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get Anwar and, and Pittman and Brianna and I'm I'll I'll bring them up. It's early, but we can have them sit. They won't mind too much. Maybe, well, maybe Anwar. There's, 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 there's myself. There are four people who <laughs> could yes. place some of a small amount of their blood on the century stones. So four people, four stones. There's a lamb that goes with the, the, the rock. We have to make sure that the rock is pointed 
towards the dark star, so I just want to make sure that it's aligned correctly. I don't, I don't, I don't trust them, and uh, no mention of other people. Um, uh, and, and their eyes are sunshine. Nothing, nothing is good here. This, if 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 they were going to disrupt the ceremony and rip the the, the doors open or off. This would be the time, and I don't like having them all there. And that, that, that no, no, no. I love I love new energy. We should make friends more often. That's an excellent <laughs> point. Miss, um, the the thing is, is that when you go up there, there's a bunch of stones that Mama calls the choir. They need we. That's why we did all this. They need to be able to do what they have to do. And you, you, you have a sticky thing, a stick. You point you, yeah, you, a stick, right? It, that tells us which one will go in the right order. So you're very important, but to not have them, Mama did all that work. It's really okay. you're going to need them. I'll go um, get them. It's it's, no, no, it's no. fine, dear. Go go get them, dear. It's fine. And he leans into Albert. I, Strong I, heart, I, Albert. I, we can I, just I, shoot them if we have to. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to check uh, my books. Uh, there was a, a moats, mounts, uh, campsites, and all this. I want to see if there's anything that, that I remember or in these books talking about this because the, the, the ceremonial sites, you can do multiple ceremonies there. Absolutely. You can do a funeral and a wedding in the same chapel <laughs> at the same damn time. So uh, yes. I, I, I want to make sure that this, you know, like, Oh, what 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 ceremony would ever have a choir? Is that our ceremony, or is that the you know the murder the the people ceremony? Like okay. which which, oh, which ceremony's yeah, got choirs? We open the gate and keep it open ceremony. Yeah. Uh, so so and and he also has a if if I could prove it, I could just point to the book and say, look, behold, I'm right. Burn them. So um, the the book. So remember, you're you're dealing with western understanding of some of this stuff and not every book about the occult is always accurate so you're you could be missing pieces it could be that they didn't understand what they were talking about so it i don't know if you're going to have the actual like it make a check for me right got to make a library use on the books or you can do that or an occult whichever is better for you and uh, we'll see where you're at but that doesn't knowledge isn't always finite when it comes to this ritual stuff Oh, and, and, and and Albert would understand. Absolutely. But if he can see anything, talk about like sew their mouths shut and fill them up with bugs. If you want to murder the world, that I was like, <laughs> that's the that's the red flag you're looking for. Yeah. Like, gotcha. <laughs> Ella, you want to say something while he's rolling? I'll, I'll wait till he's done. Can I burn two points in luck to make that a success? Sure, you can. <laughs> I would like to burn two points of luck to turn that failure into a success. There is a mention that um, the ritual that you've been sort of picking, you know, picking apart and looking at, there is something about um, the ley lines having a attunement. And now you're thinking, are we, is it a double entendre? Is it like attunement lined up and attune? as in something that is sung. So there's this word, and it's really, it's mentioned several times about the t- attunement. So it could possibly very well be that 
what's being said and what's being offered here makes some sense. Like okay. it's not a red flag where you're going, oh no, no, they're trying to draw us into a you know a, a hellish portal of damnation where we can never get out. There is it, 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 it you know all the stones when you got here the right number of stones are here except for the crown stone. Like you know you saw the four century stones. Everything seems to be kind of matching up. And then you keep seeing that word now that you've actually reading it with everything and all the facts in front of you. You keep seeing attunement, attunement. Um, the, the next thing I would like to check um, is, is is my understanding of the ceremony. Um, specifically, is the lamb a lamb or is it poetic terminology for cute little Australian girls? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm reminded um, of the Old Testament. Abraham. Yeah. Um you're again with ascetic type information, it could be a metaphor. It, you know, you're not And and and, no, and and I would I would, I would yeah. know that, but is like is there any clue one way or the other of like there, it, 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 it's the yeah. lamb. Take the lamb by the hand. Oh, okay. So lambs don't have hands, but cute little Australian girls probably do. Yeah. It, it actually kind of comes out with uh, the lamb, place the lamb over the, over the stone, right? And, you know, its blood will flow. And it doesn't say anything about you having to stick it. It doesn't say, it doesn't do that. What it says is, it's blood will flow. And you're like, hmm, okay. I would say if with since you had a success role anyway, going through the texts, you're thinking it could be metaphoric. Now oh, it doesn't good. maybe mean young. Lamb could be anything that would be sacrificed, any type of a of life, maybe. It could be a life inch issue, like a life force, but it doesn't seem like it had could to be, be specifically a lamb. It uh, could be felicity. Could be the felicity paves the way and then makes the ultimate sacrifice. Oh, this also occurs to me. Does anyone have an athame? I was um, just going to leave mine at home. Jack pulls a really large <laughs> knife out of his sheath and says, I don't have an athame, but I have a really big fucking knife. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> he flips it and hands it to him uh, handle first. It's all yours. All right. I would like to make a Cthulian mythos roll for yeah. remembering the Aluru, because I've been trying to get it from the Airs Rock chat, like our pictures and everything, because mm -hmm. um, I just want to have a better idea of what I'm trying to explain, and also there's like another point I want to bring up. So can I make like a Cthulhu Mythos roll of like what Aowas will do and why we need to open this? Because right now the why is kind of confusing people. Okay, go ahead and make a roll. Okay. Da, 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 da. And because I'm um, choosing Mythos I'm just, because it's gonna You hear, boom. And you turn as Ella's drinking this roll. Um, the, come on. Come on, everyone. Come on, we have to go to the hill. Ooh. You're not helping, Samantha. You are making them uncomfortable. So, listen. Um, I'm just going to put this out in the world. Um, the why for why we have to open the gate? Not wow. a problem. Not a problem. Um, get that. The, hey, all this evil, bad, nasty, terrible juju the why for that and the justification that we're all just going to be like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's the problem. You're, you're, you're taking, you're taking a Western and modern 1930s ideal of what it takes to generate magic. Try to remember in three days, the Aztecs cut 
80,000 prisoners of war open and threw their hearts in the bottom of a temple. This is, this is a time that life is different. Sacrifice meant is, is far more brutal. And if you're talking about something that is millennia since it's been locked previously, who knows the, the, the violence that was necessary, but it's a small price to pay even to the ancients for the fact that you'll be able to stop this thing for thousands of years and keep it contained. You're trying to say, well, 16 people have been hurt. 16 people ain't shit when it comes to binding an elder god. I can or help Catherine's hesitation is for that because of her Western of mind course. and no, the no. nurse thing. But, but no, you're explaining cultists, it correctly. Cultists around the world, we got to nab 16 people and put them in a meat grinder. Who gives a shit? Like, that's nothing. So to the, to the, to the magic of this type of a ritual, this is small potatoes. <laughs> what did I get from the roll real quick before I say what I want to say? Every, Ella, from, from Aluruf, what you and Faye wrote down as notes, Faye looked at it archaeologically. How old is it? Was it done by the, the people, the Aborigine people? Was this, is this authentic? When she saw through the veil because of the, the, the ritual that Jack gave his blood for and it was burning you know, onto the, onto the fire to create the smoke, all of it makes sense to Faye as timeline goes. Like, you know, it's the right age for what we're talking about. This has the symbols that I, you know, that we think we saw. And I, I'm starting to understand it. It was your interpretation of what does it mean to get AWAS to open the gate and to, con to this is basically contacting AWAS through the ley lines of the planet, through these magical, magical lines. This is what's going to happen. Nothing about what's happening now is making your hair stand on end saying we're in danger. If anything, you feel like. Okay, it's starting to come together. I'm starting to see how the uh, like you look at a puzzle and you can't find one piece and you keep going through the box and then five days later you come over and the first piece you look at is the one that you're missing and you go son of a bitch there it click it's clicked into place like this makes sense. That's how you feel. Ella is going to like look at Catherine beseechingly and ask for the talking stick back silently. Catherine takes another sip from the proverbial talking stick and hands it back. 29. 28. We need to pity them. It is horrible what has happened to these innocents. I've been fighting my entire life to stop certain things like this from happening, but it happens. And as you heard from Felicity herself, she will be freed once she helps us, because this is important. This needs to be. This isn't something we should fight. And according to Albert's research, I hope he can understand that this there's a lot more here that meets the eye. So, we should pity them, and not punish them for following the orders of some being that has been taking them around like puppets. We need to save them, and that's why we're doing this, isn't it? Oh, come on, everybody. Hands on shoulders. No. Follow one at a time. Come on. They come walking past. Uh, Albert, Albert will kind of say, uh, there is, um, there's something here about attunement. And uh, I, I'd, I'd kind of, I'd, I'd assumed that had to deal with, um, but I think it might actually have to deal with tuning. 
like a choir. Um, so there is, you know, it's not like it's crystal clear, uh, but there, there, there is kind of odd uh, reading it with that in mind, how it might mean. Are you thinking of something they do where I come from called keening, where groups of people will sing together in unification? That's an old style of magic. Voice placed to song, to a resonance. To the mages in the group, to those who are psychically sensitive like Ella and Albert, um, that actually rings very true. The idea of an ancient people being able to just harmonize and put people into a state of trance. Um, Norse did it. Every culture, every ancient tribal culture had a, you know, a drum beat that would be constant, a sweat lodge, something to put them into a place. There's that. I haven't seen anything directly saying this is (laughs) bad. So, um, mm, finding it hard to pity the woman who knocked out the teeth of the people working for her and shoved them full of bugs. Um, What happens at the end of this? What happens tomorrow morning when, what, do we just leave her to make pancakes and bury her one child upstairs who we killed and haven't addressed that, by the way? Probably. Um, What, they get to just go back to being normal, what, cattle farmers? There is no normal after this, but we cannot leave them in the hands of these gods. But they're neutral. This will get the message to Eowas to open the gate so we can fulfill what we've been going for this entire time, Catherine. I know you're out of your depth, but I'm... And I'm horrified by this, I truly am. But it's not her. She wouldn't have done this without this mission being a part of it. She wouldn't have done this if the time was not now. The convergence that was spoken about in the letter um, comes back to a bunch of you about the Dark Star Thaleel from, the, from uh, Edgar Locke, right? And Elroy. It, it, it talked about the convergence. That's what set Ella out of time and space. It put her under Aluru in that cave. It, it's very possible that when that happened, when that pulse beat happened, Allur- this place of Mullen BB became active, and these people have literally been corrupted by the booming sound underground. This sonic, psychic... <laughs> And the bugs became like agitated and they realized there was something going on and they've enacted part of the thing ritual, but they can't do it without Albert's stick and Ella's understanding of the, of the convergence. They need to, they needed the four people here. She's one Faye, Ella Danforth, Albert. Is it possible that it's a little bit like the madness in Nepal when that went through and affected all those townspeople and then they attacked Sid when if, when Ithaka walked past it for so long, they were under its influence because it simply just walked past yeah. the village. They weren't bad people, but in that moment, they were skinning human beings. <sighs> yeah, they were brutal. Yeah. This is exa- this is where we're at. We're at another time when they've been in contact with an ancient entity that is so far cosmically alien and beyond that these people on this ranch, because the ranch is so big, it only affected these small group of people. If it had been a town, oh my god, it'd be horrible. Yeah. Catherine turns to Danforth. Um, 
listen, we haven't known each other very long, but you know, I I enjoy your energy. Um, listen, is there any other way that we can just keep this, like, for lack of a better word, in house, not involve the sick, the the you know, however many terrible. Oh, trust me, uh, that was one of the big intents I had when I started looking, and the problem is I now question more if maybe they are necessary. Uh, oh my God. If, if it said, whatever you do, do not, <laughs> under any circumstances, the people with their mouths sewn shut and the creepy murder lady and be involved, trust me, that would have made me excited. Um, but they didn't say that, and... Uh, at the same time, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to have a, a misunderstanding of you know, translations and different autistic ways of writing cause me to mess this up. So oh. I, I, I actually, it, they might be necessary now. Tomorrow, that's uh, a different story. But for the ceremony, a solid maybe. Hmm. He used your term, Lauren. Shmaybe. <laughs> Kindred <laughs> spirits. Perhaps Shmaybe. when this is all done, Catherine, perhaps the humane thing to do will be to put them down. But I think we'll have to wait and see. They will be freed. That was Felicity's promise. They'll be freed, but they'll still be full of bugs and sewn with sewn shut. Freed means death. They will not have any lives left to live. I just don't know if she means And this is somehow better. And this is better. This is this is great. No, no, someone has to say it. Uh. No, but Catherine, you're forgetting about the larger good. That if so many people are sacrificed for millions, there is value there. How is this different than war? You've been to war, you've seen the madness of death of war. Some die so that many may live, correct? How is this any different? This horrible thing is happening to these people and all the other people that we've encountered. And we are the players in this game, hopefully bringing an end to it. Cavendish Jack, mom said that you guys might be hungry. I, you don't have, uh, do you want, do you need, I can go inside and get something. I, I put them up. Very in the kind room. of you. Surprisingly, I've lost my appetite, but uh, maybe the others, I, I don't know. Faye, are you hungry? Could you eat? Oh, no. I ate the biggest breakfast ever. Oh, so Oh, shame. then do you want to come up on the hill, then? We can sit, watch the sun start to go down in a couple hours. You know I, what? That I, sounds I, lovely. I, I might need to go to help direct. Um, I'll, I'll shoulder my gun and start... start choir start stones. Catherine? And I really don't want to be alone with them, please, for the love of God. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go with you, Albert. Catherine? Uh, she... Gets closer to Catherine and like gives her back. Cat's walking last. away. Well, Ella Where calls are you, you walking out. Too? Away. It would be best if you stayed away. Jack calls off very casually as he's walking and not turning his head. Mind the snakes, dear. Lots of poisonous snakes in uh, in Australia. I just, I just need can't... a minute. As the camera starts to pull back, we see them. You know, slouch shoulders, Jack shouldering his weapon, Catherine walking off back, I guess, in the direction. The, the path goes towards the hill or towards the house. 
Um, so I, are you milling about by the copse of trees here or just kind of keep trying to take a cigarette and a, a smoke to get your nerves? Or are you walking back in the direction of the house, Catherine? She's because the, the path, you mm-hmm. know, only leads one of two ways. She's not going up the hill. So it looks like she's going back towards, towards the, the house. house and then past it. She's just taking a walk. She needs a minute. She doesn't want to say any, any, you know, doesn't want tempers to raise, doesn't want to get into fights with people, doesn't want any bad blood. So, to prevent her saying more hurtful things, she's leaving. As Catherine starts to walk away um, with her thoughts and everything, the rest of the team is following Samantha back up and the, you know, you approach around up, up towards the top of the hill and the 16 people are sitting almost in perfect rows, perfect file. Um, the stone has been placed back in the ground. Um, Felicity's standing there very, you know, very calm, just looking around. She sees you come up. There's sort of a weird smile on her face. And then she says, if we all just stop for a moment and take a deep breath. She looks up towards the heavens. <gasps> And you start to see what appears to be an eclipse beginning to happen in the sky. She says, oh, it's going to be a magical night. That's where we'll call this one for tonight. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with more of Cthulhu in Cairo, and we will finish up the ritual at Molenbibi. But to all of our listeners, thank you so very much for listening. Thanks for Mr. Seth Skrakowski for being part of this, and we will talk to everybody later. Good night, everyone. Good night, players. Good night, Keeper. What gives you the right? Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin MacLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.